Welcome back, episode four of Sports with Family. Kind of a bridge episode until we can really look forward to that first week of the NFL season. But as always, my dad and I get into some interesting conversation. Of course, our Haynes to the Hall campaign. You can check that out. The letter template is now live on the site. Please download the template. Put your spin on it if you want to. Add your address. Get an envelope and a stamp and mail your letter to the Hall of Fame. That's Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S, to the Hall. Dot com. Of course, we're going to do a little bit of a fantasy football preview as well. Talk about a little bit about NFL cuts and some of the conversation around COVID and how it might have impacted uh, some of the cuts, apparently. And of course, we're going to talk about what's happened with New Orleans Saints and a few other things as well. Of course, with Hurricane Ida blowing through and the Saints are now out of pocket for the next month. So sit back, enjoy. Thanks for listening to Sports with Family. Welcome back, Sports with Family. Here with my dad, uh, Gene Fugit. I'm Russell Fugit. And I'm Gene Fugit. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Junior. Junior, indeed. That's indeed. right. Fugit Junior. Named after my dad. So, um, understand you got some updates on our campaign, uh, Haynes for the Hall. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, you know, are reaching out and... Uh, I'm I'm happy to announce that we have the uh, support of Mr. Haynes and his family. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking to uh, uh, some people in his church, Church of God in Christ, in which uh, his father uh, was a longtime bishop and his brother, uh, uh, J. Newell Haynes, as well. And uh, we've also got some interest from some people in the media who have reached out to us. And also I've been reached out, uh, been contacted by a couple of people in the Hall of Fame. And I said, I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. You know, if you're already in the Hall of Fame, I mean, I know you want to pull people in and, and I don't, you know, it's like political. And, uh, and I don't want to, you know, hurt their money. I got to think about, you know, whether we use their names, but some people are pretty adamant about it. So I think our next move, Russ, is we need to contact the Kansas City Chiefs and people in the Kansas City area and try to get uh, some more support there. Also, I know we're going to get support from uh, University of North Texas, where uh, Mr. Haynes and Leon King integrated that program, and then uh, Lincoln Tigers in uh, Dallas, Texas. So that's uh, how that's shaping up. We got a report there. Also, I'm happy to report that the Oryx Buffalo uh, are in first place in the Pacific League in the Nippon Pro Baseball League. Right, and right. They're, and, they're, and they're now 10 games over 500 and 49-39. And that's important to this program because what's the name of this program? Sports with Family. And we got family playing on that team, don't we? Well, we sure do. And I'm just proud of my brother, Adam Jones, and they still putting in the work and, and leading this team uh, to the postseason. I'm telling you, it's, it's really something because they snuck it up last year. And, of course, it was his first year there and it was nothing to do with him. But they asked him and they got a new manager and they asked him to speak to the players and to tell them what it takes. Because, as you know, uh, in his 10 years with the Orioles, they did make the uh, playoffs and, and it wasn't, you know, an overnight uh, sensation success at Baltimore. So, uh that's why they asked him to come because of his leadership uh, and experience. And right now, boy, uh, I don't, you know, 
really excited about how it's going. Now, the bad news is that means you'll probably be over there longer. I don't know when I'll see my son-in-law, but uh, everybody's doing well uh, in Japan. So that's the uh, Oryx uh, Buffalo report. Excellent. Well, look forward to having a good reason in October to wake up at 5 a.m. and and, uh, and find uh, the games broadcast. I know four of the fans is a network that covers them, and, and I think there may be a couple other ways online to watch some of those games. So, you know, it'd be great to take in some of the uh, Japanese World Series and see what that's all about. So that's exciting. I'm happy for my brother. I just think it'd be a great cap, you know, World Baseball Championship. Um, and of course, American League East Championship got to the ALCS in that amazing 2014 season here in Baltimore that I know I'll never forget. And it'd just be great to see him hoist a championship in Japan. So we shall see, but it's, it's certainly exciting. Yeah, we'll follow that and uh, and we'll keep you posted. Now, this time of the year for a lot of you, uh, especially younger, now you older uh, fans, we have to take a time out because I'm telling you, this goes way over my head. But for those a little younger, what has really become popular is something known as fantasy football. And I mean, it is a fantasy when you draft players from other teams and come up with some kind of a point system. But I'm proud to say that uh, number one son has mastered it. And uh, he he uh, coaches our NFL team. We've been asked by NFL legends to sponsor a team and a, to be in the league. And uh, Russell has won boom boxes and trophies. He gets all the, what, what I get the merch, the, the merch, right. the merch. Right. Yeah, you the get the t-shirt the comes to me. The t-shirt and the cap. But, but I get the, the credit though. But I get the yeah. credit. Everybody says, Dang, yeah. how's that old man know how to do that? So well, in well, fact, he has a draft uh, uh this weekend. Wishing you the best, Russ. So uh without giving away too much, what are you thinking on drafting this year in fantasy football in the year 2021 National Football League? Well, you know, it's you I think the leagues we're playing in are what is known as PPR points per reception. So I'm looking you know, for running backs who can catch, uh, receivers who are going to be targeted amply. I, I like to jump up early and, and grab one of the big three tight ends everybody talks about, uh, you know, Kittle in San Francisco and Waller in Las Vegas and, of course, Kels in Kansas City. And then I usually wait on my quarterbacks, and I get my quarterbacks later and slow Wait a minute, I think you mentioned the Raven tight end. Uh, oh, well, um, well, Andrews. He's not on that list? He's not the, in that top three. He's kind of – he's in that next tier by most of the experts. Okay, yeah, no, I've been, I've been of he's healthy. Uh, the, uh, he's he's uh, Lamar's top target. Well, I'll, maybe I will. Maybe I'll bump him up my my draft board. But yeah, certainly, I mean, who, who are the um, other three you mentioned? Darren Waller and of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, but I just don't have a Travis Kelce of Kansas City Chiefs. I don't have a lot of confidence in his quarterback. Okay, well, that hasn't stopped him Kelsey, in the last two Kelsey, years. Kelsey, yes, and, and uh, George Kittle. Kittle. He's got Kittle after that. Kittle, yes, Kittle. I mean, because this is a position I just know a little bit about. Just a little bit. I was wondering. I mean, that's why I threw the names out there, and I'm, I'm glad you jumped in. Of course, you did. got some some but Ravens I know bias. That Kittle is really good at PR. True. Yeah, he is. So is Kels, and, by the way. Kels and, and he gets a show. lot. Of, he gets a lot of targets. He does. And the way the offense is designed, you don't have to be a strong, vigorous blocker to be good in that system, as you know, because that system used to be run by your favorite team, the Washington football team. Right. True. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Shanahan was our offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yes, he was. And, uh, and a successful one at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, all right. So, continue AC will play. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the draft, and um, you know, I've already have two. Well, what are the down. key positions at tight end, running back that can catch? Yeah, and and yeah, tight end. I like running backs that are also going to receive the ball because that's every time they catch it, it's a point. And um, you know, I'm usually well, you got to get a quarterback, right? You do have to get a quarterback. I mean, you know, you you do have to have one at least. And what is the most important thing about a quarterback? Do you need uh, touchdowns or you need total yards or completions? Um, You want some combination of yards and touchdowns. So touchdowns are usually going to be passing touchdowns are normally going to be four or five points. And then you get one point for every 25 yards is pretty standard. So well, who's going to replace Drew Brees then? I mean, I mean, obviously Drew Brees well, was really well, fast just, and well, tested. Jameis Winston has been uh, announced as a starting quarterback there. Now, I do have one league I'm in where it's two quarterbacks, and I did select Jameis as but his one statistics of my two quarterbacks. Gonna, I mean, do you think he's going to match? Uh, I mean, in that same offense, he could have the same statistics, I guess. I, I didn't think about it that way. Well, I think he could, you know, have, have better than what Brees did last year, which wasn't that great, right? I mean. Um, I think he can. Now, Taysom Hill may may take some of his opportunities near the goal line and things like that. But I still think that in that offense that that you know Jameis can do very well, having already been. Well, there. believe it or not, somebody, uh, some expert said that he throws a better deep ball, and that Drew Brees couldn't even throw a deep ball, which I I, I never noticed that. <laughs> well, again, last year it didn't look like Drew Brees had much, especially towards the end of the season and in that playoff game against Tampa. It didn't look oh. like Drew Brees could throw a deep ball. Now, Jameis certainly is young, still very young. I think 24, 25 years old, which is hard to believe. I think he's been around, or 26 maybe. He's been around for a while, but he's still young, and it certainly has all the physical tools. So we'll see if he can put it together this year. After uh, all I a year to be you, understudy. All I can tell you is that when I got drafted in 1972, if I had gone to virtually any other team except Tom Landry's team, I would have been in law school a lot sooner. With, right. with no NFL experience. Right. And I just want to give a shout out to, uh, you know, all the people who, who tried to uh, make it into the NFL. And uh, this past week, you know, the cut down was from 80 uh, to 53 players. Now, right. there's still some games that can be played, but still it's going to be tough for, for a lot of people. And uh, just a reminder not to put uh, all your eggs in one basket. Indeed, indeed. So okay, so you got so you got to get a quarterback, but but all the quarterbacks probably go off the board. I mean, if you have like a pool of like twelve or thirteen, all of the well, quarterbacks will go right away, won't they? No, because most most people who know uh, how to play fantasy football understand that you need that there's more scarcity in terms of you know differential in terms of the points scored amongst your your running backs first. Um, and then usually your, your wide receivers as well. So usually you want to start with those positions um, first and foremost. All right, well, you gave us tight ends. Can, can, can you give us running backs or, or wide receivers, like your top three or five uh, without, you know? Run my top if three or had, five? If you had to pick at that position, sure. who, who's on your board? Sure. I, yeah, I mean, running back, I like Alvin Kamara. I like uh, Christian McCaffrey. And that's the New Orleans Saints. Okay. New Orleans Saints. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and, and, I, and you know, and I, I like, uh, I like. I mean, I think you know, Dalvin Cook. I mean, those are your, those are your solid top three. Um, you know, Austin. And who's Austin, Dalvin Cook playing? Who's Dalvin Cook run with? Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, are you serious? 
Yeah, I mean, he he is, the, you know, him him and Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, but Dalvin Cook gets it done in that offense. He has the last saying, couple years when he's been he healthy. Did, I just think I'm just flashing back. Yeah, yes, he yeah. did do well last year. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know he was good in college. I know he wasn't good his yeah. first year, I think, but I know he did do well last year. You know, now people are wanting to say Quan Barkley can come back from injury, right? You know, if, if he's going to return to what he did 2018. Well, is he is he going to come back or not? I'm not I'm not a believer in the New York football Giants. I'm, I don't think with that offensive line and I'm what not a believer in, with, with in Dan, the quarterback. With Daniel, the quarterback? Danny Dimes? No, I think he's he's out of change. He's going to be out of change. I'm not a believer. You know, and, you know, and I'm going to you know, of course, I'm biased as a Russell, fan of the Washington football team. They just, they just picked up two new offensive linemen. From where? From, from off 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 the, some some else cut. They picked up two. Well, I mean, no, they actually had to trade for them. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, oh, well, well, if they're trading for offensive linemen in in, in the August, that tells you something. So we'll <laughs> see if they can. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that tells you a lot, right there. They, they realize yeah, that, that, that they spent they signed Kenny Galladay and they draft another receiver, but they didn't invest oh, in, in their yeah, line. Yeah. And, you know, and <clears> so. I, I really have to wonder, but I'm as as a fan of the Washington football team. I'm like, hey, you know, have at it. You know, um, we'll see what well, Danny Danny Jones can do. The Washington football team is still favored to win that division. The last time I checked, yeah, well, that's, they have. That's my pick. So, looking at wide receivers, you're talking about Devontae Adams, right? Back to Green fantasy Bay Packers, football. and that's yeah, Russell Fugit, my number one son. I'm Gene Fugit Jr. We're uh, you were on sports with family, and we're discussing fantasy football position. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, you know, you use your wide receiver too, and then Stephon Diggs. It's really hard to quibble with those three. It was um, Hill, Tyreek Hill, Hill Stephon Diggs, and who else? And Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. Adams. Yeah, they're all going to get a lot of targets. Okay. All right. So that's receiver, and you gave us. Did you give it? Gave us running. I gave backs? you. I gave you running backs. I gave you tight ends. Okay. Well, those and are the three. You, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, I want to wish all the people out there who are playing fantasy football, we'll wish you a lot of luck. And uh, just make sure you watch that uh, injury wire because uh, it's hard to score points. Uh, Well, as they used to say, you can't make the club in the tub. Yeah. We, you know, most fantasy leagues will, you know, previously would have gone uh, 13 weeks. And then have a, a three-week playoff, and usually in week uh, 14, 15, 16. But now we're doing 14 weeks with playoffs in week 15, 16, 17. Because that week 18, the last week of the season is always funky. People who've already clinched bench players and, and stuff, you know, weird stuff starts happening. So we try to avoid that being the championship week. So we'll see how really? that turns out. So, yeah, so, so, we'll, so we'll see this year. Full 17-week schedule. Well, we will play. So we won't play the full 18-week schedule. Right, it's 18 weeks. Right, 17 games, 18 weeks. So fantasy football normally only runs – I mean, some leagues will go full 18 weeks, but most leagues – all the leagues I'm in, I'll say, and most leagues, I believe, are will go 17 weeks, which, again, is an adjustment. I have wondered, will, will because of the extra game, will additional teams have clinched and be able to rest players the last two weeks, and could that mess up somebody's championship week in week seven uh, – I guess we'll be at yeah, week 17 now. Right, so we'll have to see how how the extra game changes things for fantasy football. It is a consideration for for geeks like me who've been playing this, and I have to remind you, Dad, that we go back to the sporting news days where you would give me the phone number and the credit card to call in and do roster updates on the phone back in the mid '90s before the internet. That was how you and I 
sports with family would do fantasy football together, then I would tell you what changes I made and we would talk about it and, and watch the games on the weekend when you were in Paris. I don't know if you remember that, but I certainly do. So it's come a long way with the internet now to be able to mm-hmm. do these drives and, and change your roster on the on your phone. And so it's amazing how far it goes. So this is how far back I go with fantasy sports. Right, right. Now, so the fantasy is, league, of course, is something that's a creature of the internet, correct? Very much so. I mean, of course, Rotary started beforehand where it was on the phone, right? That's the, okay. the, the uh, Rotary, well, you know. It was called. Maybe yeah, that's it was, why it was yeah. called Rotary. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I, I believe it was because you, you, you I mean, really dialed in to make your changes, right? Yeah, because before we close, I wanted to mention that word uh, internet. Uh-huh. Be- yeah, as a lead-in to, to something I want you to explain to me about how you can have an internet high school that gets embarrassed. <laughs> And then nobody wants to play you anymore after the the coach had the kids play on Friday and Sunday and they lost on ESPN, what, 100 to nothing or something. But I mean, can you give us some light on this Bishop Sycamore High School situation? Now, I know many of us have been trapped in during the pandemic and are ready to get out and travel. Well, I want to encourage you to check out Axios Luxury Travel, a full service travel concierge company. They create unique experiences tailored for the modern travel, providing much more than you're going to find on Google. Let me tell you, they've traveled the world and have handpicked luxury hotel collections and experiences to recommend to you with confidence. Why? Because they've lived it. They've experienced it. So whether you're a solo traveler, a romantic couple, family, or have a large group or a corporate gathering, let Access Travel be your travel concierge partner. Find out more and contact them at Axius Travel. That's A-X-E-U-S travel.com. Now back to Sports with Family. Well, what I've uh, understood is that um, there was a marketing agency um, who s- secured this matchup on behalf of, of ESPN because, of course, it was challenging to find high school teams that want to play IMG Academy. And you can talk about the history of IMG as a sports agency, and now they have the academy. Right, right. Okay, so you're saying it, yeah. a third party proposed this game. Correct. To, to ESPN who didn't, who relied on the third party. to Allegedly. Play. Allegedly, yes, that's the story that I've read. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, so anyway, right. so the game went on. It was a big blowout. Fifty-three to nothing. They, they I believe the was the score. They were criticized yeah. for that. Yeah. ESPN was criticized. Right, and of course, so Bishop Sycamore apparently is a is a virtual charter school in Ohio. It's a no physical school, and there's no website. There's no record. So apparently, the school and its coaches claim that uh, they have a number of five-star recruits and people getting recruited by big-time Division One football. I mean, this sounds uh, like Trump University. But there's no evidence of any of these players being on anybody's five-star list. There's no evidence of any of the claims that were made to secure this game. Um, Russ, so I'm not... Like Trump University, Russ. <laughs> I don't know what if there's going to be well? lawsuits. Well... <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be any. Lo- well, I don't know if there's going to be any lawsuits. You can't no. get juice out of attorney. I mean, I know. I mean, I know this is. I mean, I know that. Uh, <laughs> our, who, who's who's that sponsor us? Who's our sponsor? Yeah, Axis Travel. Right, which means that few and associates attorneys in law can't be a sponsor. <laughs> oh, 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 I needed to didn't do that to slip that in. 
But <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, the high schools out there, if uh, if you have a brick and mortar school, I, I think you'd be better off for now than uh, signing up for something online that's virtual. Because yeah. this virtual is getting out of control. I saw something on TV where they think that in the future you, you will go to school from home and have like a, a what's it called? Virtual reality person walking around. At least that's what the uh, Zuckerberg of uh, Facebook is promoting on 60 Minutes. Mm. Well, perhaps, but right now in this day and age, it's hard to imagine replacing the uh, in-school experience for our young people. So, Right. But, well, if they do, you know what will be next? Sports. <laughs> mm. Well, esports is already starting to take off, so that's, I know. You know, that's already happening, you know. Can so you still anyway. play the Super Bowl ten uh, Super Bowl team? Did they change that, or are they still? I know, Ma- I know, Madden had that. I, I have not sat down and, and played okay. uh, Madden football in at least a decade. <laughs> I've, I've, I kind of aged well, out of video games. So. Because of your daughter, because of your daughter, you better get ready. Well, we have, yeah, we have. We're about a week away from her opening day, and um, they keep sending out the call for coaches, and I might have to answer the call. So we'll see. Oh, what, what happens? But um, miss that. I know I was I've been debating I want to take it on, but they're they're saying they really need coaches. So I gotta check with my wife, but I think I can handle it, you know, for an hour every Saturday for, for eight weeks. I think I'll be okay. That, that's why coach. we call it sports with family, uh, and take care out there with, with, with your kids and grandkids and be careful with the kind of weather uh, that we're having and also please continue to mask up. And uh, if the kids are 12 or older, I believe now that they're eligible to get shots. Sports with Family is brought to you by Joomla Network, a consultancy and knowledge network focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Whether it's an assessment audit, training and education, a risk-based analysis, or a more unique opportunity, our network partners have a solution. Joomla is a Swahili for whole, and it's time for your team to come together. Let us be your guide. Join us at joomlanetwork.com to find out more. Now, back to Sports with Family. That's correct. That's correct. So um, that gets us back to NFL. I know you were talking about um, there have been uh, there were 19 COVID protocols. And of course, you know, there's been some recent news, uh, you know, as we've had their cut down, of course, that uh, the NFL PA was uh, upset with Urban Meyer and some of his comments around uh, their, their, that uh the lack of players getting vaccinated was a consideration in their, their roster change. It's It's been implied, at least in the media, that uh, Cam Newton being released by uh, the, the New England Patriots was also a result of the fact that he uh, apparently is not vaccinated and, and missed time due to uh, violating the COVID protocols. What are your thoughts on what's going on? And do you think this is going to continue to be an impact into the season? I mean, you're going to ask an attorney who's a professional advocate uh, that question, and then the comment on any position that the NFLPA, an organization <laughs> I joined when I was 20 years old, 50 years ago, I've been a part of that organization. So obviously, you know, I'm going to be biased. And, and the owners have the gold, and the golden rule is they, they call the rules. Now, the uh, recent approval, as I understand it, by the FDA and also the urging of the president of the United States is to get employers 
to require, notwithstanding a person's beliefs, but to require uh, vaccinations or to penalize that person in the way of testing for which they will pay for. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, anything that occurs in the National Football League is uh, negotiated unless, of course, it's already subject to some uh, federal or state law. But usually it's the collective bargaining agreement is the thing that most will look to to see what the rules of the road are with respect to the relationship between owners and players. And here we are in brand new territory. I, I can't think of anything over the last 50 years that I've been following the league and been a part of it that there's ever been anything quite like it. We've had strikes, shutdowns, weather stops, Katrina. I mean, you know, expanding the number of games. Uh, they uh, they had the steroid era, although it was never quite like baseball. They, you know, the drugs, should drugs be legalized, painkiller issue. You know, the NFL has certainly uh, had issues and has tried to uh, stay ahead of the curve. And this COVID, is, is very touchy because if you're paying somebody $40 million and that person has a legal right, uh, well, how do you deal with that? And I'm not an expert, even though I am an attorney, I'm certainly not an expert on, on the health law and, and what is required and what will happen in the future in terms of you know whether you will be required. But I know, Russell, that your children cannot go to their schools unless they have certain vaccinations. And I'll just leave it at that. Very true. And I was the one in my family responsible for making sure that all those forms were completed and submitted in a timely manner. And let me tell you, we had there was a lot of forms we had to complete. And among okay. those was the vaccination updated list. And of course, my, my children are not eligible yet for the COVID vaccine, but yeah, there are a number of other vaccines that they need to have. Otherwise, they would not be uh, but they had a bunch of already, though, right? Oh, they've had plenty of shots. Yeah, I've been there for all the screaming and, and when they were babies, you know, <laughs> and, and even some of the older ones still have to get them and don't like them, you know. So um, we we are up to date. Now, we have, of course, this hurricane. Ida has just blown through. We're here in Maryland, and um, as we were sit here and record, just experienced it today with a lot of rain and tornadoes. There'll be more rain this evening here. But we also, of course, had the biggest hit in Louisiana, and now we know that the New Orleans Saints, for at least the month of September, will not uh, play or practice in New Orleans. What impact might that have uh, on the Saints? Well, you know, it's very hard uh, if you're not living there to really understand what's going on. I mean, unless you have been in a blackout situation, it, it, it's very hard to understand what it's like uh, to be in a swampy area and you can't go outside or you might be eaten by an alligator, which has occurred more than once, and to have the mosquitoes and no air conditioning in uh, sweltering heat that feels like 100 degrees. It, it's just certainly hard to imagine to be living in conditions like that or to have a place where the government says if you left do not come back until we let you know. Right. So th- that's really sad. And uh, like many things in America, it's going to be in the news for a couple of seconds. And then most people in America's life will go on with what's happening locally. Uh, that was Tip O'Neill, of course, that all politics is local. But on the national perspective, uh, I mean, 
I'm not a scientist, but this weather is not the same when I was little. I just put it like that. And when you have a hurricane that starts in New Orleans and ends up on Cape Cod with tornadoes, I mean, that 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 that's just impressive and dangerous. And uh, I guess that's the times that we live in. Indeed, indeed. So, well, so you have to take care out there, yeah. And and we'll really, uh, uh, you know, help if you can, uh, you know, with uh, donations and, uh, you know, just go to those sites if you want to help somebody. Yeah, definitely go to those sites. And I was, I was happy to hear that my place of worship had contributed money even beforehand to have trucks ready coming from coming from Texas. I think coming from the east as well, Mississippi, to be ready to go into Louisiana to support. And so, yeah, please do. You know, I, I recently donated blood as well, which is, you know, c- contributes to things. So, yeah, please find ways to serve and volunteer as we ramp up for the fall and supporting our families and children. Any any yeah. salutes or shout outs before we conclude there? Well, you know, like I said, this is uh, sports with the American family. And uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, this is not a political program, but I, I'm just happy that, uh, you know, uh, m- almost everybody got home safe. And, and now uh, uh, America can continue to move towards equality and uh we need to get that John Lewis bill passed. And I'm working uh, right now uh, with uh, local community uh, organizers in supporting when I can, because of course I can't march like I would like to, but I'm marching in spirit. And I just want to give a shout out to all of those rainbow organizations with uh, Reverend Barber and Reverend Sharpton and uh, the King family and, and all the people who are keeping hope alive. And I want to send out a special prayer for uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jesse Jackson. Yes. Who uh, have uh, been stricken. And uh, they're just so important uh, to our family and uh, important to many families. And I would just want to, uh, you know, say a prayer uh, for them and for everybody who has been touched by this horrible disease. Get your shots. Stay masked up. This is Gene Fugit Jr. All right. And I'm Russell Fugit. Together we are Fugit Squared. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You can follow us uh, on Facebook at Sports with Family. You can find uh, Gene on Twitter at Gene Fugit. You can find me across social media at Russell Fugit. The two S is two L's and the Fugit is one G and two T's. We'll be back in this space next week talking with a little bit of a week one NFL preview. It's finally here. We're excited. And also we'll, we'll oh, dive yeah. in. I have to, plenty to talk about. And meanwhile, yeah. why don't y'all hit us up and let, let us know because uh, we've talked about a range of sports and family topics and we want to be hitting right down the middle. So, so hit us back. Uh, hit us with Twitter. Gene, J-E-A-N-F-U-G. ETT, or just say it to Google, they'll find it. And I'm on Twitter, and uh, let me know what you're thinking. And we appreciate you taking the time. All right. Have a wonderful, enjoy the Labor Day uh, long weekend. Enjoy the, the, the college football. Enjoy time with family, and everybody uh, mask up and stay safe. All right.